Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. Welcome for those of you that are online and I wanna encourage you. We're just gonna share a few minutes, some scripture. And the reason we're gonna share scripture is to increase our faith. Because faith comes by the word of God. And as we hear God's word, there's power in his word in Hebrews chapter four. It says the word of God is powerful and living and active. And as we hear God's word, it activates something inside of us. We may realize it right away, but we may not. It may just kind of rattle around a little bit, but it will activate something inside of us. It will activate faith within you. It will move things within you. God created you and me. He formed us in our mother's womb. Every cell was created by Almighty God. The DNA, the fabric that puts us all together, God formed it. And when he sends his word out, when he sends his word into us, that word has power to do something within us. It's a mystery. We may not understand it, but the faith begins to arise and it begins to change some things inside of us. It raises the faith, but it does more than that. It brings the kingdom of God's presence within us. And when God's presence comes and when his kingdom comes, his peace comes, his power comes, his hope comes, his healing comes, his salvation comes. The power of God is present this evening. I want to thank you all for persevering during this season of fasting and prayer. There is something about fasting and prayer when we push our flesh down when we push the flesh away and we say I'm going to withhold some things from my flesh but I'm going to do something different I'm not only going to withhold it but I'm going to turn to the Lord so it's not only fasting but it's also prayer coming closer to the Lord communing with the Lord and the Holy Spirit and even if some of you have been fasting with us the entire time, some of you, you may not have started. I want to encourage you. Tonight's the great night to start. Decide and commit in your heart to begin to fast and seek the Lord with all your soul, your mind, and your heart. Prayer turns us closer to the Lord. Fasting turns us closer to God. But here's the other thing. It turns us away and takes us away from the world. It takes us away from things that trap us, that bind us, that hold us down. When we fast, there's major breakthroughs that occur in our lives. I want to share some scripture found in Philippians. It's not about fasting, but it is a powerful word because it talks about Paul. And Paul is going to show us kind of a framework about how we can reprioritize the, uh, the priorities in our life. And then as we go through the scripture, I know what's going to happen. The Lord's going to pump us up. He's going to revive us. He's going to renew our spirit. And we're going to close out with a time 
of prayer and healing. So be prepared in anticipation. When the, when the presence and the power of God is present, healing occurs. Broken hearts are mended. Emotions are restored. Bodies are healed. Deliverance, we are set free. Salvation comes. So I'm already telling you and advising you and encouraging you. I'm priming the pump in a few minutes. We're going to open up these altars. And if you are away from God, it's a perfect time to repent of the sin that you have been drawn in by and turn your heart back to the Lord and just run to the altar, come to the altar and fall before him and allow his love and his forgiveness to restore you. And if you are broken hearted, if you're broken in body, come to the Lord, come to the front, the altar. There will be a place of healing here. There will be a place of restoration. There will be a place of wholeness here. In Philippians chapter seven, uh, 3, verse 7, the Bible declares this, and this is the easy reading version, which I like because I like to e understand sometimes the scripture. I go back between the New King James, the ERV, even the Amplified sometimes, but I thought tonight this would be appropriate for us. Look at what Paul says. At one time, all of these things were important to me. In the verses before Pastor Astani, Paul's talking about his pedigree, his credentials. He said, this is the guy I am. I'm a Pharisee of Pharisees. I was born in the right family. I got the right uh, credentials. I had the right things going for me. He said, at one time, all these things were important to me. But look at this. But because of Christ, I decided that they are worth nothing. Think for a minute. Pause. All these things were important to me. But because of Christ. Because of Christ. I didn't change. I decided to change. I decided that they are worth nothing. So what is important to you and me? Is it your family, your friends? Is it your home, your car, your 401, your money, your career, stuff? What is important to you? Roland, what is important to you? That's it. He said it, Jesus. Is Christ important to you or are the things important to you? Paul says, because of Christ, I made the decision. I decided that they are worth nothing. So he says, they're no longer worth anything to me. So he turns his back on the things of the world. He turns his back on things that bind him and pull him back. And let's look at the next prayer, at the next verse. Verse 8. Not only these things, but now I think that all things are worth nothing compared to the greatness. And I love that word greatness. The preciousness, the surpassing worth, the supreme advantage of knowing him more fully and clearly, which is Christ Jesus, my Lord. 
So he says, everything is worthless. Everything is worth nothing compared to Christ. Because of Christ, I lost all these things. And now I know that they are worthless trash. They're rubbish. And I'm going to be a little rough. This is an agricultural term. They're dung. They're trash. Everything. Everything is trash because of Christ. And then look at this verse. All I want now is Christ. Boy, if we could get a hold of that tonight. All I want now is Christ. Everything is not important anymore. Now listen, I, I want to be, be careful. Yes, your family's important. Yes, your friends are important. Yes, these things are important. But the reality is, are they more important than Christ? No. All I want now is Christ. Paul is talking to us, but he's making it personal. Because of Christ, I have decided to turn my back on these things and turn myself back to Christ. And all I want now is Christ. And there's another way to look at it. He let go of the things that are seen and he reached for the unseen. He reached for Christ. He reached for God's kingdom. Things that in your mind you say, well, I don't see that. I don't know if it's a value. No, there's great value in Christ. There's great value in the kingdom of God. Look at verse 9. He says, I want to belong to him. I want to be found in him. I want to belong to Jesus. In Christ, I am right with God. But my being right does not come from following the law. It comes from God through faith. God uses my faith in Christ to make me right with him. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9 says this, For by grace you have been saved, through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So Paul is reminding us. He had his credentials. He had all these things, all these works. We do not need works. We do not need works to get close to the Lord, to have faith in God. It's a free gift. All we have to do is repent, turn from the world, and turn our eyes and our hearts back to the Lord. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you will be saved. Believing. It's a free gift. Let me close with this verse. Verse 10 now. Paul again says this. All I want is to know Christ and the power that raised him from the dead. I want to share in his sufferings and be like him even in his death. All I want is to know Christ. He starts in verse 7. 
I have decided, I have decided to turn away from the world and start moving towards the Lord. In the next verse, he says, all I want now is Christ. And then the next verse, he says, I want to belong to him now. I want to give him my life. I want him to know that I'm his and he is mine. And then he closes and says, all I want to know, to know, to understand, to recognize is Christ and the power of his resurrection. That's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. It's the same power that overcomes sin. It's the same power that heals disease. It's the same power that saves us. It's the power of Christ. So he's saying, all I want to do is know Christ and the power of his resurrection. It's not also, it's along with. If you know Christ, the power of his resurrection, resurrection comes with Christ. So tonight I'm going to ask you a question. What do you want? What do you want? What's important to you tonight? Is it these things that are temporal and they will waste away and they will rot and they will be gone? Or is it eternal? Is it Christ? All I want is to know Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. I want to know him because when I know him, healing comes. When I know him, salvation comes. When I know him, he makes me whole. He heals the brokenness. He changes everything. Even now, the Spirit of God is hovering over this house. Active. And all the Lord is waiting for us to do is activate our faith by stepping towards the Lord. God says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.